Good morning, everyone, and welcome to this Friday's Keep Calm and Cope CoronaCast. Every Friday, my friends Lindsay Griffiths, Marcy Schunk, and Katie Barnard get together and we dish about things that we think you think will, are important. Um, today's topic is embracing the shadow self, managing your dark side so it doesn't manage you. Now, Katie's not on the call and Marcy's not on the call. Maybe they were afraid to discuss this topic, but <laughs> Lindsay, Lindsay Griffiths and I are like, bring it on. So we're going to chat a little bit about this. Lindsay, thanks for being here. Thanks for having me. I'm so glad I have you. You're so awesome. Aww. You know, you're like my um, other self on the other side of this country. So I'm in San Francisco. Uh, we're out in Northern California, technically a small city called South San Francisco. And Lindsay is over there in New Jersey. So we are covering the nation with this, <laughs> with our Friday CoronaCast. So today's topic is super um, interesting, kind of scary. Uh, I find it very fascinating. And it's something that no matter what you say or do to deny it, it doesn't matter. It's there. We all have a dark side. So let's talk about what it is. It's your shadow self. Um, Carl Jung is um, a psychotherapist that very well known. If you don't know him, I don't know. You need to read up a bit. Um, he is almost better known than Sigmund Freud at this point in uh, history. So uh, we're going to talk a little bit about what he called the shadow self. Um, Lindsay, do you have a shadow self? I know you do, but have you acknowledged that? And did you recognize it? Yeah, I think so. And, you know, especially after you sent me some of the details on this particular podcast that we're doing today. Um, and it, I think the topic is really timely for me. And I, I like to joke that, you know, Friday mornings are a good time for me to talk about this because I have my therapy sessions on Thursday afternoons. <laughs> I love it. I feel like I'm getting free therapy from your therapist. <laughs> She's awesome. So um, we, and what we've been talking about the last few weeks is my inner critic who is very loud. Um, I'm not very nice to it myself. So my therapist is on a uh, Be Kind to Lindsay campaign the last couple of weeks. Um, so she says there's sort of a few stages to that. And the first couple of stages are really about identifying the inner critic and those messages that I'm hearing from myself and my inner voice that are really negative. And that's really where I'm at. At some point, I'm going to get to a place where all the a positive step that I can at least recognize when I'm saying something to myself that, you know, when I have a lot of guilt or I'm being really negative um, and beating myself up for things, uh, but I absolutely have a shadow self. Well, let me just say that um, folks, as you're probably experiencing a little audio difficulty on your Zoom calls, because now that everyone's working from home, we're all stretching the limits on our bandwidth and our internet. Nobody's working off the T1 lines at work. So throughout this show, if you hear a little bit of a lag, forgive us. Um, you know, it's like real life, right? We, we have days where we lag. <laughs> um, so just forgive that. But Lindsay, I want to say something. Uh, it's very courageous of you to share that because, uh, first of all, I think most of the women friends we have have that voice and suffer, you know, not understanding that they need to manage that and take an active role in shutting that down. It's hard. It's hard. So what I did recently when I came across a friend of ours that we 
we both know um, she was feeling a little bit like she wasn't who we think she is and who we know she is. So I asked five other friends to answer this question as if they were this woman. And I said, tell me about yourself. And the way they answered the question was so remarkable that these five women shared how they saw this one woman and it really lifted her spirits, but also surprised her because of that negative self-talk. So how do we deal with our negative thoughts? You know, society says that we're supposed to be, you know, especially as women, generous and kind, patient, grateful, forgiving, compassionate, brave, and moral. Um, I like that list because honestly, that's the code by which I think I have lived most of my life. But you have to be careful that you don't get lost on that side and ignore the shadow self or the darker side. Um, so what are the what are the what are, what represents the darker side? It's the messy, ugly thoughts uh, that don't really fit in with your social expectations. That aren't patient and generous and kind and forgiving. Um, why do we hide them? I don't know. Why do you think we hide them, Lindsay? Well, you know, it's interesting that you talk about sort of the messy, ugly piece of this. And I think, you know, the reason that we hide them is because, as you said, it's it's what's socially acceptable. And I think the important side of that is that it's what's socially acceptable for women. So, um, you know, it is more socially acceptable for a man to be angry and to show that anger than it is for a woman. You know, it's it's a lot of times we'll be told that we're being hysterical. Yes. Angry, or you know that we have to that we have our periods, and it's like okay, well, I might have a very real reason to be angry, and it's it's not bad to be angry. And it's funny because I think a lot of times people will label emotions as good or bad, and I've learned over the last few years doing a lot of internal work, um, now starting to do more of that work in therapy that um, you know emotions really aren't bad or good they just are um yes. and it's, yeah it's not a question of labeling them it's a, it's a question of having them and the the action that you take because of those emotions uh is is where you know some of the power lies um and it's a you, having them isn't good or bad you have them period um and so you know anger can be a really and we've talked about this on the podcast before too when we went through those stages of grief you know you're you're going to have those angry emotions and that's totally fine and anger can be very empowering you can use that to to inspire change i mean we're seeing that um today in a lot of cases in, in varying ways you know anger can be used for social justice so um you know i think as women it's really important for us to know that you don't have to tamp down feelings that you have simply because it's not socially acceptable to have them that's awesome that you openly said that. And yeah, you channel that anger into something powerful and create amazing change. Um, we call those people, myself included, troublemakers. <laughs> yes. so, um, I like troublemakers. That's how change happens, you know, uh, when we're stuck in the, the, the wrong thinking is what I like to call it, right thinking and wrong thinking. So like you said, there really is no wrong or right. It just is. It's just thinking, feeling, you know, emotions. Um, what's controllable and what we do need to be careful of is to note these are thoughts and that's okay. They're not actions. 
So I saw this interview once on TV and I don't recall what show, but they were interviewing old couples that had been married for a thousand years. <laughs> and that's not me. I'm on, you know, this is my third and last rodeo. So I'll never be one of those people that talks about my 50th anniversary. But um, these people were talking and this, this little old lady said, oh, you know, there have been many times I've wanted to kill him. And um, she said, but I would never leave him. <laughs> I thought, that's hilarious. I, ho I hope that my husband never wants to kill me. I'd rather he leave me first. But then I realized, you know, <laughs> that's our shadow self, right? You do have thoughts of, um, you know, wanting, you know, bitterness or jealousy or negative thoughts, you know, indecent thoughts, things that are, um, you know, maybe a wish to run away from your family now that you're stuck inside the house with these people. I wonder what the divorce rate's going to be like when we come out of COVID-19. I don't know. I'm wow. laughing because um, my situation is a good one. I happen to love having my boys home, but I have a lot of girlfriends who say, oh my God, get him out of the house. When are we going back to work? Um, but yeah, they love their husbands. They love their children, but um, maybe they're seeking some sense of independence or, you know, free to be kind of thing. Um, how do you feel? And well, I mean, this is a question for the audience because Lindsay, I know you, I love you. The way I see you is the way I wish your inner self saw you, but how do you feel about expressing your true self? Like I know you're expressive, but for the audience, how do you feel about being real and raw and just saying it, putting it out there with no shame? Yeah. Yeah. It's a good question for the audience. Um, yeah, think about it. No shame. In yeah. the time we dump shame. Yeah, and I think, you know, to your point, and, you know, I'd love to hear some some audience feedback on this, and, and especially in our Facebook group. Um, I think women, too, some of that comes from age. Um, you know, I can make this point for us in some of the notes. Um, as I've gotten older, I've learned that that vulnerability is really powerful um and there are some things i share very publicly um my battle with depression and anxiety is one of them um there's something you know that's just how i am uh, but i do share those things with friends and family and there is a lot of power in that because, uh, it really opens you up to having other people connect with you and i think i did as much in my 20s i definitely didn't do it in my teens um i you know i did to a greater extent in my 30s um, learn that you know less and less as you get older which is I think a great thing and you want to keep learning um so I certainly am not saying that at 40 I know everything I think I'm less at 40 than I did at 20. Um so Lindsay you're having a little bit of audio trouble but I think we picked up the main message that um I guess what you're saying is that when you're younger you quote unquote know everything but as you get older, you release that myth and you embrace wisdom instead. Um, wisdom is being open to the fact that you may not have known everything in your teens and 20s and uh, 30s, 40s. And I'm in my 50s. So I think I'm the oldest person in our little group here that 
host this call every Friday. Um, but for me, I think I was an old soul. Um, let's talk a little bit about the four benefits of integrating your shadow. Now, there are many, many benefits, but we're just going to talk about four of them here. Uh, Self-acceptance, which I think you are going through that now. Uh, Self-acceptance leads to becoming less judgmental and more accepting of others and more humble. Now, the Lindsay I know is all of those wonderful things. Um, and work on yourself and the Lindsay inside and work with your therapist on that voice. That is going to help you on this journey. Owning the shadow side leads to a greater sense of wholeness and balance. You become more mature, peaceful, and comfortable with yourself. So I think that I hit a time in my life after my last divorce, before I met my current husband and um, am going to live happily ever after. But <laughs> I think that I embraced my shadow self then because no matter what happens to you, you do play a role in it. So you have to figure out what your role was. Um, do you see what I'm saying? Letting Absolutely. go letting go of the exhausting repression releases energy and improves health. You know that. I know that. Now, I don't often practice that one. I think I hold on to a lot and I uh, eat my feelings, drink my feelings. Wine and cheese are my favorite um, therapies. <laughs> Making friends with the dark emotions can increase um, act, uh, creativity. I mean, I get that for sure. Uh, because without the darkness, you don't appreciate the light. So what do you think about those benefits of integrating your shadow self? Yeah, I think it's important. Um, anytime we stuff down the pieces of ourself that we don't like, they're going to come out in some way. So if you integrate them and you embrace the pieces of yourself that are a part of you, then you're going to just be more authentically who you are. Um, you know, I've learned over the past few months, especially that um, as much as I want to be perfect, perfect doesn't exist. Um, so uh, as, as I keep, doing more to embrace all of who I am, the better off things are overall. I agree. I agree. So I think for me, um, and I can't speak for you or others, we're, we're all given the voice on this show, at least to either write in as a listener or, you know, if you ever want to call in, let us know. We'll see how we can get, make that happen. But for the four women on this show, I think we all have our issues like everyone in the world, um, but we openly discuss them and we openly embrace them and understand them. And that's the first step of changing them. And I think every episode I talk about my mother and the stress, you know, she, you know, she is my dark side, you know, so I got a dark side on the inside. I got a dark side on the outside. And so I don't handle that situation in a healthy way. Um, which I think, again, every show, I also talk about the resulting weight gain from taking care of my mother. Um, but yeah, at least I laugh about it, joke about it, acknowledge it, know it's there. And I admit I'm not ready to, um, you know, carve out that hour or two in my day to get on the treadmill or to go run outside or to get on the Peloton because I'm trying to build my business. So it's a choice. Everything's a choice, right? So it's a choice I'm making. Um, to continue to stuff down those feelings with the wine and the cheese every night. My husband laughs because he's like, is it dinner time? 
I'm like, yeah, thanks. I'm hungry because I'll be in here working all night. And he'll bring me a block of cheese, some wheat thins, and a bottle of wine. <laughs> it's like, yeah. it's like we all know that's my thing. Well, what are some ways we can face our shadow selves? Let's let's read what this great article that I'm working from says. So banish the shame. I think we mentioned that earlier. The first step toward unconditional self-acceptance. You're not the only one with unacceptable thoughts, desires, and impulses. And again, I go back to that old lady that said, you know, I've often wanted to kill my husband, but I never, never wanted to leave him. It was so funny. I also write in a journal. Do you write in a journal, Lindsay? I do. Um, I'm not a very good journal writer, despite everyone always telling me to do it, uh, including my therapist. So I have a journal that's um, sort of one of self-directed ones, prompts. So I find that helpful. So if you're somebody that doesn't really like writing in a journal, something like that might help you. Awesome. So what she was saying, folks, is a self-directed, um, like Michelle's Becoming, she has, uh, Michelle Obama has a new guided journal for discovering your own voice. It's called Becoming, a guided journal for discovering your own voice by Michelle Obama. So right. you might want to get, <laughs> you might want to get that. Um, one of my favorites, I think I've mentioned before, is How to Think Like Leonardo da Vinci. That book also has an accompanying workbook. And I think those are amazing uh, opportunities to, to journal where you're, you're prompted to ask yourself the tough questions and mm -hmm. you're prompted to, you know, do the beneficial things that you need to do to become your highest and best self. One thing you said, Lindsay, you said, I'm not very good at journaling. I don't even know what that means, really. So no judgment. I don't think there's a good way to journal or a bad one. If you mean you don't take time out to do it, then that I get, because that's my problem. I don't take the time to do it. Um, the third thing they recommend is that we laugh at ourselves. And I think everybody on this show does that. And we know we laugh at each other and we laugh at ourselves and we laugh at other people, not in a mean way, in a healthy way. Um, yeah, yeah. You crack me up, Lindsay. So I feel like you're a lot like I am. And, um, you know, you call bullshit on some of my stuff and I call bullshit on some of yours and we help each other, you know, drop the shame and don't play small, own your voice, that kind of thing. Another tip is to meditate with a focus on self-compassion and acceptance of your own humanness. Um, yeah that probably resonates with your therapist's uh, plan of care for you. Yes. And again, the Calm app, which we talked about a lot in the earlier episodes of this, uh, this podcast, uh, I can't say enough about it. And I feel like every time I have a, a therapy session, the Calm app reads we've been talking about in my therapy too. So Agreed. Yeah, I use the Calm app too. Folks, if you haven't heard us talk about it, well then you probably haven't been tuning in because we talk about it. I think Calm needs to cut us a check, frankly. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, they should sponsor the show because uh, we talk about them enough. Between Calm and Lowe's, we should totally get sponsorship. Right. Um, it says, think of your good qualities and accept the possibility that the opposite may also be true for you. And that's okay. Um, so how we have love for someone, we might also experience feelings of hatred or, or bitterness toward that same person on occasion. Um, it's great to act out of the love, not so great to act out of the hate. So just remember that these are thoughts, not actions, folks. 
realize okay. that the shadow self is a reflection of your power, your honesty, and your passion. Um, and talk to someone you trust, like we are with you, the world right now, and with each other regularly. You know, these women on the show are my friends outside of the show, and we know each other, and we love each other, we respect each other. Uh, we just come together on Fridays to dish and think it's fun and funny and helpful, and we hope you do too. The acceptance is part of the journey to becoming a wiser person. So I think that's a little bit about what you were talking about, Lindsay, how you thought you knew everything in your teens and your 20s and now your 30s, um, right? 40s. <laughs> I was giving you one, girl. No. I'm just <laughs> All right. I love being 40. I love it. Yeah, right. that's awesome. I, I had my highest and best self hit me in my 40s, too. Um, mm -hmm. My 30s were tough. Um, yeah we don't even want to go back to, you know, young life. So forget that. But let me quote Carl Jung. He says, the privilege of a lifetime is to become who you truly are. And oh my God, sit with that for a second. The privilege of a lifetime is to become who you truly are. I love that. Do you love that, Lindsay? That's great. Yeah, I love that too. That really is a privilege of a lifetime. It's sort of like purpose, right? Finding life is about finding your purpose. And yeah. um, I tell my my son this all the time. My nineteen year old, I say, find who you are and be that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Well, there's some resources, folks, that we'll share. Um, I'm going to ask one last question. Uh, well, it's a double barrel question. So. Um, yeah, and Lindsay, you you have touched on it. So, um, but I'm going to just go ahead and ask you: How do you express your shadow side and manage negative thoughts? And then, does your shadow side scare you, or do you just accept it as part of your true self? Um. Oh gosh, those are good questions. I think managing it. You know, a lot of the the resources you already talked about: journaling, talking to a therapist laughing at myself, um, you know, accepting that it is, it is thoughts and not action that I'm taking. Um, are, all of those things are, are very important and very true uh, for me. Absolutely. Um, and July, what was the second part of the question? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, scary. Does it scare me? Um, sometimes, I think, yeah, sometimes. Um, because you know you don't know how dark it goes let's say maybe our shadow selves don't want us talking about them publicly <laughs> No, but I mean, when when you watch a lot of crime TV and you recognize that you're not in that place, then you feel about your own shadow self. So there's a pretty low bar, <laughs> Lindsay. Right. At least you're not Dexter, right? <laughs> right. I mean, you know, I listen. I listened to this crime podcast yesterday about this group of women in the early 1900s in Hungary who, you know formed basically a fight poisoning people and poisoned something like over 300 people. So, you know, I'm not doing that. So I feel pretty good. <laughs> it, really, it took a long time for them to get caught. <laughs> oh 
they just got really tired of their husbands. And so oh they my God. for poisoning. In like the early 19, like 1913. Yeah, it was really amazing. 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 That is hilarious. Scary, scary, because it's a true story. Um, I'm, I'm glad my husband, my, so, I'm, so usually my husband hears us because of COVID-19, we're all stuck at home, but he's now yeah. back to City Hall. So I'm like, you know, thank God he didn't hear this episode. <laughs> Uh, he'd be scared. So Lindsay, you and I remind me of um the the this story, arsenic and old lace, you know? Yes. <laughs> it was arsenic too. They would boil um uh fly paper to get the arsenic out of it. That's what they were I know, it was really nuts. Very funny. I mean not funny because a lot of people died, but um very funny. Well, those sisters knew how to embrace their dark side. <laughs> oh my God. The woman, the woman was so busy making poison that she had to get an assistant. I was, it was really, oh my God. it was quite a story. I was, I couldn't believe it. I just couldn't believe it. So well, you send like, me, send me that or tell me where I can go. That's funny. I mean, it's, yeah, it's, it's not exactly. funny folks. It's not, no, don't, it's not. It's yeah, not. don't do this at home. Okay. <laughs> oh, no. The documentary was called, um, I think the angel makers. Wow. Wow. All right. Well, I'm going to check that out today um, at some point tonight on Netflix. That's what we do on Friday nights now is Netflix. (laughs) I'm telling you, our podcast should be sponsored by Calm, Lowe's, and Netflix because we talk about them every time. Well, Lindsay, I love you so much. I think you're um, amazing and I miss you and I wish I could give you a big hug. And um, I will see you next week. Yes. Well, not see you, but virtually. Same, same Zoom place, same Zoom time. That's right. Virtual <laughs> air hugs back to you. There you go. There you go. All right, everybody. Thank you for tuning in. And we will um, tune in again next Friday. Thanks, Susan. Bye-bye.